On a Monday, it's Bigger Pockets Daily. This is where we take the best articles from biggerpockets.com and read them, so you can keep learning about real estate while you go about your busy life. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Understanding Real Estate Commissions and How to Negotiate Them by David Green. If you are preparing to buy a home in 2021, you've got plenty to think about. Long before you put your money on the table, you should make sure you have a number of key advisors in place. You should, for instance, choose a financial planner who truly understands real estate investing, then conduct adequate research to find the right real estate broker for your city. Taking good advice is only part of the picture, though. You should also make sure that you understand how buying property actually works. This includes the legal implications of ownership, as well as how and when money changes hands. Part of this process is a real estate commission. First-time homebuyers are sometimes confused by commissions. It can seem like you are paying a real estate agent a lot of money for what appears on the surface to be little effort. But while there are some work-averse agents out there, good agents use a commission to cover costs that you might be unaware of. Today, we'll break down everything you need to know about real estate commissions, how much they are, what they are used for, and whether you can negotiate them. What is a real estate commission? The reason real estate commissions exist is the slightly unusual way in which real estate agents are paid. Most real estate agents, even if they work for large firms that have a flow of steady sales, don't get paid a salary. Instead, they make money when a real estate deal actually goes through. 
Agents who work hard do well financially with this system because it incentivizes them to make plenty of sales, negotiate hard, and close deals. This system also means that they might not get paid for months on end, receiving a sizable paycheck just twice or three times a year. For most of us, that kind of unreliable cash flow would be unacceptable. In the world of real estate agents, though, it's par for the course. How much is a real estate commission? Because real estate agents only get paid when a purchase goes through, the commission represents weeks or months of work and arrives in one chunk rather than being spread out. To the average consumer, this is the property world version of sticker shock. Different agents and brokerages charge different amounts of commission and have different models for how they charge. However, commission rates typically range from 5% to 6% of a home's final sales price. On a $200,000 home, a 6% commission would amount to $12,000, which is paid by the home seller out of their proceeds. That seems like a lot of money. But it's important to recognize that not all of this money goes straight into the pocket of your real estate agent. The average agency uses this sum to cover many of the operating costs of their business. Advertisements for their properties, a relatively new and exponentially increasing amount to fight cyber fraud, and finally, their agent's bonuses. Who pays the commission? Again, there is a range of models in use across the country, and the way in which commissions are charged may vary widely between brokers and agents. However, in the traditional model, a buyer's and a seller's respective agents will split the agent commission equally. So if a home sells for $200,000 at a 6% commission, the listing agent and buyer's agent will split that $12,000 and each receives $6,000. This comes off the top before a seller realizes any profit. Within this broad picture, there are more than a few complexities. It's not unusual, for instance, for a commission to be based on the experience level of an agent, so that someone who has been in the game for decades takes a larger share than a younger agent. There are also sales in which the same agent represents both the buyer and the seller. In this case, they are what is known as a dual agent and get paid both parts of the commission. While lucrative for the agent, the specter of conflict of interest, since the agent stands to gain from a higher price, is never far away. Obviously, a shady agent could play buyer against seller to artificially inflate the final sale number. For this reason... Some agencies don't allow their agents to work as dual agents. This practice is even illegal in some states. What does a real estate commission cover? People are often wary of taking on real estate agents because of the level of commission charged. Buying property is likely to be the single largest expense in a person's life, whether seeking a house to live in or property as an investment. Paying an extra 6% on top of an already large number is more than some stomachs can stand. <laughs> in reality, Employing an experienced and trustworthy real estate agent saves stress, time, and money. This is because a good real estate agent provides a wide range of advice and service, not just helping you price your home, but also listing and even advertising to get the word out. The real value of a real estate agent, though, becomes apparent once negotiations commence. An experienced agent knows the property sales process inside and out and can help you get the best price, whether you are buying or selling. That's why the typical for-sale-by-owner home sells for considerably less, $200,000 compared to $280,000 in 2019, than agent-assisted home sales. 
A bit of simple math tells us that, judging by the numbers, going with an agent is a no-brainer. This advice and plethora of services are ultimately paid for by your commission. As mentioned, the commission seems high, but remember, it represents the only pay they receive for months of work. Can I negotiate a real estate agent commission? This is the first question out of the mouth of some people when confronted with the reality of the cost of their real estate agent. The simple answer is yes. You can often negotiate a lower commission. At least technically, that is. Though 5-6% to has long been the industry standard, there is nothing in the law that sets a commission at this price point. This means that real estate agents can charge, in principle, any level of commission they like. Conversely, you can definitely ask them to reduce it. If you're operating in a dual-agency arrangement where the listing broker also represents the buyers, they may be willing to reduce their compensation. However, there are a number of reasons dual-agency isn't a great deal, even if you are getting a reduced commission. An agent representing both the buyers and the sellers will struggle to keep both parties' best interests in mind. Whether they will actually be open to negotiation is a different question. Given how standardized the 5-6% to fee has become, many agents are reluctant to even enter into a discussion about it. They know that even if you shop around for alternative agents at a lower price, you are unlikely to find one who is willing to significantly reduce their fee, at least a reputable one. The only major exception to this is that some agents might be open to a deal in which you pay slightly less commission but don't receive their full service. You could take charge of listing and advertising your property yourself, for instance, in exchange for paying a lower commission. That said, and given the amount of money you will likely spend on your property, it makes sense to spring for an extra 1-2% given the value that a real estate agent provides. Alternative Commission Models Finally, a quick word about alternatives to the traditional system. As we've explained earlier, some real estate agents work on a non-standard model for commissions. However, in most cases, and no matter how much complexity they've built into their commission model, at the end of the day, it's likely that they will receive a percentage of the final sale value. If an agent tells you they use a different model, make sure you understand it fully before signing anything. The most popular company that uses a non-standard model is Redfin. This company uses a slightly different commission structure in which listing your property for sale is cheaper than with traditional agents. 1.5%. However, you may also have to pay an agent's fee on closing, which pushes the total commission to around 3.5%. Some agencies also work on a flat fee commission model. These agencies may specialize in for-sale-by-owner properties, FSBOs. In these scenarios, the flat agent fee often simply covers listing on the multiple listing service, MLS. When you start the search for real estate agents, see that their commission is 6%, and do the math to work out what that actually means, it can seem like you will be paying them a lot of money for nothing. In reality, the 5-6% to is typically dwarfed by the tools and services a quality agent provides and will be smaller than the impact they will likely make on the final negotiated sales price. Once you factor all of that in, commissions start to look pretty cheap. That's why one of our most important tips for a smooth sale is to make sure you have an experienced real estate broker representing you. I hope you got some value out of that article. Before I get out of here, did you know BiggerPockets has nationwide data that can help you identify the best market, neighborhood, and property to invest in? 
It's called Bigger Pockets Insights, and it's a benefit available to pro members only. See if Bigger Pockets Insights can help you at biggerpockets.com/insights. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you back here tomorrow.